Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Sherm in the Booth. My name is Sherm. You guys are some true Chicagoans for coming out in January. It's snowing outside, it's freezing, and you're at the f***ing club at 1 a.m. Boys with the bass, yeah, boys, boys, bass. Who am I talking to right now? You're famous. <laughs> free food, free drinks, music. Girls, let's go. Do you like it? Cool. If you don't, goodbye. <laughs> I'm missing the most important part. Oh, yeah. We should throw like a crazy like bar mitzvah party. This, this is crazy. Send me stems. I finished it. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How is everyone doing? Just wait, you know it kicks in like three to five seconds afterward. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherman the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherman. Today is Wednesday, May 18th, 2022, and this is episode 206. I hope everyone is having an amazing start to their summer. Now, today's episode is very special because we've got a true pioneer in dance music, the creator of Grunge House himself, St. Punk, and he came to Chicago to co-headline a new event series called Flanino's Funhouse that will feature bass house artists from all over. Flynn, St. Punk, and I sat down together and had an amazing conversation filled with great stories, pieces of advice, and of course, a ton of laughs. In episode 206, we got it all in and started by talking about his journey into dance music. Now, Trevor was born and raised in Southern California and always had a passion for music. He was actually lead singer in a punk band and was killing it, but it wasn't meant to be. He found himself making electronic music. With grunge rock at his core, he found ways to fuse genres together and is now known for his unique remixes and originals and, of course, his energetic live sets. We had a great conversation on the St. Punk discography, and it's filled with an incredible catalog of bootlegs, remixes, and originals that all have their own level of energy to them. Whether it's a bootleg of his favorite rock anthems like Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit, or his official remix of Weathen's All In My Head, you know it's St. Punk right away. We also went deep on his recent album, which is called Ouroboros, and talked through the inspirations and story behind tracks like Comatose and Gloves. Incredible. Also loved the conversation we had on the state of Bass House. St. Punk and Fellinio are both very passionate about the Bass House scene and of course the culture that thrives within it. Although it's a well-known and respected genre, it's certainly taken a back seat with the recent commercialization of Tech House and House. We discuss why it's so important to stay true and always consider the long-term play in your career. Don't chase trends and your fans will ride with you till the end. Love this portion of the interview. St. Punk is truly a special artist. He lives and breathes music and is such a good guy even though he makes some hard music. He is an innovator and inspires so many artists like Flanino to follow their passion and have fun with it. I was so glad we got to do this in person and hang out. Cannot wait to see you guys again soon. Now let's get into it right now so you guys can hear a story for yourselves. This is episode 206 with St. Punk. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to Sherm outside of the booth. Yo, yo. Sherm on the couch. On the couch. We got a special Wait, episode where's today. Your, where's your booth? Is it usually like... It's usually right, right there. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, you know those cards that when they open, like they appear, you know, like the 3D stuff? Mm. That's like my apartment. Okay. Like, right now, the card is currently closed. Yeah, but I like this vibe. <laughs> yeah, this is a good like... vibe. I moved my fake plant over here <laughs> next to me. Can you it see seemed, it? It seemed very natural. 
It does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I thought it was supposed to. Thank you. My director <laughs> says I'm doing great. Great opening so far. <laughs> this is episode 206, I think. So yeah. it's, it's crazy, but we're How'd here with St. Funkit Punk, baby! Woo! Yeah, thank you guys. We got an audience here. Hey, we do have an audience in the crowd, yeah. See, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it, bro. I gotta tell you, first and foremost, the second you came on last night, I was just like, this guy's a fucking headliner. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, thank you. Bro, yeah. you killed it, man, and Flynn has been talking about you for years, and it's my baby just, boy. It's amazing, bro, to have you here with us, <laughs> and uh, that's one of my favorite parts about the music industry, is like, to a certain extent, everyone is reachable, and I for feel sure. like you've been a mentor for Flynn, Definitely. and I want to say thank you as like someone who's been a part of Flynn's growth and brand, and... Yeah, man, you just you deserve. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank I mean, you. I appreciate yeah. him. Like, he's the one who brought me out here, really. Like, and he's the one who hit me up originally, and mm-hmm. was just like, "Yo, do I, I fuck with your shit?" And like, yeah, I was like, I, I want to do this kind of thing. And I was all about it. So yeah, Flanino's Funhouse, man, this has been in the works for so long. Yeah, how do you feel, Flynn? I mean, you must yeah, have a little bit of sigh of relief. Yeah, when did you almost? like want to like, like start this whole thing? Oh, oh, fuck. When did Tony start pushing it? <clears throat> three years ago. Three years ago. What? Three years ago. Well, it was right Tony, before the pandemic. Yeah, right before oh, the pandemic. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. My other manager, Tony, who you met, um, he brought it up, and then when the space became available, because I actually toured Fame yeah. before um, before COVID happened, and then it just worked out. I mean, like, luckily, like, you were like, I told I told you. Mm. <clears throat> I was, the first thing I said was, whenever I have a show, I'm going to bring you out. Yes. Um, He's a man of his and so, true, true. And so, yeah, so, like, to launch the fun house and everything and, like, you know, really have that. A lot of people came and I'm just really glad it went as smoothly as it did and everyone crushed it. And dude, for a first time, it was pretty, it was pretty legit. Yeah. I, dude, yeah. I was really taken back. Like, the crowd, they came, they stayed, they were all about it. I mean, yeah. did you guys have fun? Yeah. <laughs> we got a few blown out eardrums here. But, uh, oh my god. What do you expect at a bass house show at the club? <laughs> Dude, my ears. Oh, you know your girl had fucking uh, paper in her ears? No, what? <laughs> I put it. Because I put it in her ears. Because I was like, babe, listen, like, my ears are burning. You need to put something in these ears. Yeah. I went to the bathroom and got some, some, uh, some like, paper towels. And Smart. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's why you said you had the band, so it was just like... Yeah. You know, I, I forgot my earplugs, of course, so... Yeah, gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. Well, gotta go to school. I thought it went really well last night. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. It was super fun. It was so cool. It. I had actually... I had only been to that club blacked out, so I called the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was that's, just, that's how you go to clubs. That's, yeah. That's how you experience. I mean, I've had some days, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. so fucking sick, like... Yeah. And, when Flynn was on and there was no one behind, it was like, you know, the lighting was incredible. Dude, the lighting was, is pretty sick in that place. It was ben. awesome. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Ben. That was, was like, awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Tim. But when you got on, it turned into like a boiler room. Dude. Yeah. Like, there were yeah, people yeah. behind you and I was like, wow. Like, yeah, I kind of love the vibe of like being so close around the booth. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone just kind of hangs out. It's yeah. Kind of dope. Yeah. Was that your first time playing in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's yeah. go! I told you, bro! I told you! you did, Let's man. go, man. Yeah, yeah. The base house scene here is so real, and that's something I really want yeah, to I mean, deep with you on. Yeah, too. interesting. Like, it did seem like last night people were, like, actually into the base house thing. Yeah. More so, because, obviously, tech house has been such a thing right now. So. Especially in Chicago, of course. Yeah, 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 totally. So, like, but it seemed like kids were into it. Yeah, well, that's the one thing that we've tried to, like, 
push Flynn to do is like really own like the music that you love to produce. Mm-hmm. You know, like your smells like Teen Spirit remix. Like he's been playing that for. Since the, day Dude, the out, very right? first he, the, picked me, he picked me up in the airport and he had it on blast. Of course he did. Of course he <laughs> Just did. so they would know that it was me pulling up. And he's like, he's like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That wait, is uh, that the song? <laughs> you should play it a little loud. I played that I played that out the very I remember I played that out for my very first big show in Chicago, Valentino Khan. Mm-hmm. And like I was afraid because I was the opener and like Isaiah was like, Don't play too hard. And yeah, I played that and it. it ripped the room open. <laughs> Well, you're gonna have to experience this one for yourself. This is the Saint Punk remix of Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Load up on guns, bring your friends, fun to lose and to pretend. She's overborn, self assured. No, no, the dirty word. Pretty much like bass house, but like I wasn't doing. It's kind of like a blend of Max and I. We used to DJ Prism. We used yeah. to call it like Prism Bass House, which is basically like Future House and like yeah. mm. that like festivaly type shit. But um, more mashup edit type. Well, stuff. that's because like as yeah, an yeah. opener here, like you're not you weren't treated like an artist. Yeah, yeah. You know? I wasn't really an artist at time. I mean, I just was starting. I think to yeah. be an artist. Um, I really discovered my sound. But yeah, like once I played that, cause I played like Tech House, Bass House, Future House. Um, but once I played that song, I ripped it. I mean, yeah. it can be really hard, like, Oops. for anybody. Because yeah. <laughs> Flynn is legitimately one of the best open format DJs in Chicago. Thank like, you. that's a fact. Like, he's held residencies. He's open for so many different people. Yeah. This guy crushes set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. nobody else. But, yeah. you know, we all know, everybody in this room and everybody watching this knows how great of a producer he is. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. And, Trevor, my question to you is, like, you were in bands back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. You probably, I mean, I don't want to say you had to take the long way to success, because you love what you're doing and you've gotten to where you're at now. Sure, yeah. But Flynn, I feel like it's come to this crossroads where it's like, all right, like my main source of income is DJing, but mm-hmm. I want to be a bass house producer. I want to be a touring DJ where I play my music. Yeah, did sure, you have yeah. a moment like that? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course I did. Uh, I was, I was, I kind of went through, um, through crossroads for sure. I, I stopped, I, I quit my job to tour with the band, like mm-hmm. full time, do that, try and make it work. It, you know, kind of fizzled out. There were six members in the band. We all wow. kind of wanted something, something else. Yeah. Um. Eventually, it kind of fizzled out, which is you know, shit happens. It's fine. Yeah. Then I kind of wanted to start my own thing, but then I, you know, I, I couldn't just do it right off the bat. So then I had to get a job again. You know. What I mean? Yeah. And then I was just like, fuck, man, I just I want to like do music more. Mm-hmm. So then finally, I got this this uh, sync deal where I was like making like sync music. Awesome. Yeah. And then so that allowed me to actually quit music or sorry quit my my day job yeah and 
I didn't have to do the DJ thing in that sense. Yeah. Because I was able to kind of do music with like through another outlet, <clears throat> um, and that gave me the time to really focus on my project and yeah. do that kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, like you know, it's it's kind of all over the place. You just kind of have to hustle, like whatever it is. Yeah. DJing, like you just yeah, you gotta find the time. It's it's tough, especially yeah. like with bass house too, right? Like, it's one of those things where it's just it's a it's a niche genre still to a certain extent. Right? <clears throat> now it is. Yeah, we were talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, didn't it used is, to be. It is. Didn't used to be. I, I, I don't know. Jaws. I don't, Jaws yeah. What's that rock the party track, right? Uh, rock the party. You rock the party. That was like in, in my eyes. Right? It probably wasn't the first true. Yeah, bass what, song. Yeah, honestly, I think Jaws was. Kind Jaws of the was one the first who kind of started yeah. the bass house yeah. vibe, yeah. And the movement, and so. And you know maybe you know maybe you can make the argument and say like you know it's it's passe it's past its prime now yeah Jaws is even Jaws is kind of moving on to do like more tech house and stuff literally literally I think everybody's kind of chasing trends right now and like yeah that's that's cool I feel like you kind of have to do that to stay somewhat relevant Um, but at the same time like if you're if you're not feeling it then like don't do it Mm -hmm. because there's always there's how many billions of people in the world there's gonna be a, a niche market for you yeah yep maybe it's niche but it's a market and if you love it fuck it totally yeah, yeah. <clears throat> totally and and that's the thing too is like there is a period of time where like you know flynn's a big open format dj right that yeah means he's playing a lot of different music that a lot of people can like yeah now he's making music like you for himself and is enjoying the process but now it feels like oh there's a smaller audience for me yeah. for sure for sure I, it it is kind of hard like i we you know when i've made like my, my Nine Inch Nails remix or yeah, like yeah. Uh, Rage Against the Machine remix yeah. like I want to see fucking like pit and shit going yeah, yeah exactly. but yeah. like but like do you like shuffling kids want to see that? No, no there's not shuffling kids so it's like I feel like I'm at this like weird in between where it's just like about to get is it too hard for people? Right. Is it too soft for some people that like it hard? And right yeah, so, yeah 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 it's just kind of like well I don't know. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And yeah. that's where, like, that 100 fans mantra comes in, right? Like, I would way rather have 100 people that are dedicated to me and love my music than a million <clears throat> fans who like my photo and, and scroll past, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like so so much of the, of the sound now, like, it could be anyone. I could put on a track from, I, mean, I don't want to name any names, but, you know, you could put on five different artists. Yeah. And I don't know if I would be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's, it's it sucks. It's and frustrating. Like, and there are artists who do can who can set themselves apart mm-hmm. and play in that in that space. But yeah. I feel like you know, like I said, everyone's chasing the trend, and once you start doing that, you just get behind. I you know I, I think you really are a pioneer though of what you call grunge house. Definitely. <laughs> and, and when I say grunge house, right, like a lot of things come to mind. And for someone that maybe hasn't listened to your music, how would you define grunge house? Um, it uh I don't know I, I guess it's um it's it's kind of bass housey, but I would say it's got more of a wild rawness to it. Okay. It's kind of like rock elements. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, there are like for sure. I, like, I do clipping. love love rock elements. Like clipping, yeah, yeah, literally clipping. <laughs> <laughs> clipping the master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I like to use guitar sometimes. I like to remix rock stuff, mm-hmm. which I think lends itself to that sound. Right. Um. But I like to use, like, big, bombastic drum fills. And, you know, when I think of a drum fill, I go to, like, acoustic drums. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to use weird sounds. Something feels organic. I like yeah. to use vocals a lot. So, yeah. like, I think just coming from the band, kind of feel like that's kind of where it led me. I like 
those organic sounds. We're all incorporated in there. Yeah, I don't want everything to be so perfect. Yeah, for sure. And I love that actually, bro. I was actually talking to somebody about this recently. I guess to kind of draw a parallel to like hip hop and rap, like Lil Uzi Vert apparently made a track and mixed it on his Beats Pill. And then he sent, like, the stems to, like, a professional studio, mm. and they sent it back, and it was, like, so crisp, you know? And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like, fuck this. Yeah, no, totally. There is, like, that SoundCloud sound. Like, like, hexagon? Yeah, bro. It's like, people get so fucking tight on, hi-hat's a little high here. Can you bring it down half a decibel? Like, yeah, dude, yeah. it's good, okay? People don't fucking know. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, right? it's tough. Music is subjective. And so it's... That's true. At the end of the day, you kind of have to just say fuck you and I'm gonna do what I want to do and yeah. if it's good for me then it's good for you yeah for sure I mean uh, uh, one instance when I made Empty Bed mm-hmm. um, that was, was released on Monster Cat they actually weren't feeling the whole like pre-chorus section of it really? they didn't like the moving bass in it and they thought it was too busy and they wanted something a little more uh, maybe Tiesto-ish um, and so, and not and, wrong um, guy, and, yeah. bro. What? <laughs> and I love Monster Cat, and they're amazing. And right, so, right, right, right. The track is dope. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. you know, but 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 uh, you know, that's what they had. That's Envision. what they were thinking at the yeah. time. Yep. So I was like, no, this it it sounds good. It feels good. It feels like a cool raw bass line. It 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 just feels right. Yeah. And um and it, you know caught steam and just went off. Is that the one that's in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. 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 He has a game of Grand Theft Auto, bro. That's the no no. Oh, sorry, it's, talking Grand Theft Auto. It, it's not in Grand Theft Auto, but the GTA streamers like got a hold of it and started. They've been streaming ripping. with it. Isn't that one of massive streams too? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right now it's got like over eleven million. That's fucking sick. Dude, yeah, that yeah, crossover yeah. is the gamers, bro. They yeah. just want to listen that to while they're driving. The whole and, and, other world. And yeah. shout out to Monster Cat for that because they make yeah. their music available to to, yeah. to stream like royalty free or um, love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's you know they don't get docs for it. So Copyright yeah, exactly. So um, these streamers love all their stuff and so they use it. And so like, dude, it's it's a win win for everyone. Yeah, yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole world out there, man. And like you mentioned synchronization earlier, I mm-hmm. feel like in the music world, and this is something I've talked to fun about, it's like there are a lot of ways to make money in music. Mm-hmm. It's not just being a touring DJ. In fact, there is a price with that. I yeah. mean, how many examples yeah. are there these days? Yeah, yeah, of uh, Beachy, the greatest example of yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You got to think about yourself. You got to think about the long term. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really a wild world. But if you think about <clears throat> how many things music are involved in, video games, I mean, you yeah. think about shit like the X Games, Olympics, yeah. like, think about pop music, I don't know how many people know this, but they need to know this, like, Lady Gaga's most recent album, Chami. Chami's credited yeah. on it, mm-hmm. Axwell, Burns, like, oh, yeah, all yeah, these totally. guys, like, stay humble about this shit, Yeah, you know? completely. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the sync world, um, the sync world is interesting, because... You still do it? Um, I, I'm, I'm still in it a little bit, but definitely not as much as I yeah. yeah. Um, but the sync world is interesting, because it's like, they either want... Um, something that they heard mm-hmm. from someone else. Yep. Um, so you <laughs> just a little different. <laughs> yeah. So you're so you're trying to like copy someone. Yeah. Um, or they want um, like filler music, stuff that is gonna go in like, like MTV shows. Yeah. And if you it, if you watch an MTV show and really pay attention, the music recycles every fifteen seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like they will just churn <laughs> music. Which is great because if they use your stuff a lot, you can you know you make some royalties on it. But um, it's it's kind of like, should I make a 
full three minute version song so you can use like yeah. or if you need like the 15 seconds yeah, yeah like I, I can do like a bunch of 30 seconds like yeah <laughs> I don't know it, it's weird uh, it's you know there's some guys who are doing like trailer music which they really? make a killing oh yeah movie trailers yeah. you know just like big huge sound design stuff and, yeah um, and that's really awesome and then but then there's like the pop side of it but a lot of sync agencies like to actually go with established artists Really? And that's what a lot of the music supervisors actually like to go with. Oh. So they'll like, like, uh, like Apple just used, um, uh, uh, Rez. Um, Did they? Yeah. They well, just used Rez for their, when they released the new MacBook Pros last year. Yeah. They, yeah. They use Rez and, uh, uh, Death, Death Pact. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're collab together. And wow. That's aggressive. Yeah. But they, I'm. I mean, it's really you know, makes it's you like want to the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's that like, that, like super like like hard like mid tempo shit, which is super dope, and it, and it worked for them. But a lot of yeah. the super music supervisors like using established artists because they know that it's could, coming from something, and they right. can they can post about it. Right, like, right, right, right. So right. if you're just a random sync artist, like it's really hard to do anything. That's true. Yeah. So you kind of yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird world. I'm always so interested in it, and I think a lot of artists out there, a lot of the people that watch this show are up-and-coming artists and are trying to make a career in the music industry, and I'm always trying to get the perspective of people like <coughs> you who have had their hands in a lot of pots in the past, so yeah, yeah, I appreciate sure. that insight. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so I want to dive a little bit deeper into your remixes and bootlegs. You mentioned some of your originals, mm -hmm. but um, it's really pretty incredible, man. And before we talk about any tracks... It's obvious to me when you make these remixes and bootlegs that you're having a fucking great time with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm usually, if I'm making a remix or a bootleg, it's usually for a song that I already like. Yeah. yeah. Unless it was like a, hey, do this remix for so-and-so. It didn't go through. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. But so I'll release it as a bootleg. Right. That's kind of what happened with, with WAP. So really? I, I was yeah, going to ask about yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got the stems for it. I got the stems for it. They were the potentially, yeah, going to release a remix pack for her. Wow. Um, and then they That's said insane. no because they wanted Diplo. Oh, instead. oh my God. God. Yeah, so. Uh, Imagine Nicki Minaj performing with you well, what on was, that song. What was super dope was uh, Kalina Zanders, if you know who that is. I know Kalina. Yeah, She's been yeah. on the pod. Yeah, yeah. So she actually... We actually did a version of it um, with her vocals doing their Some Hoes in This House section. Hell yeah. With like all these crazy harmonies. It sounded like this like choir, like gospel thing. She's it was amazing. super dope. I'm astonished that they didn't want to work with it. But, <laughs> but, but you know, something like that where it's just like, oh, I, you know, I can get the stems. I'll try to do a remix for them. And then yeah. it, it falls through. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. Like, right. right. I'll, I'll still release it. Right. But it has to be a bootleg. That track is insane. Yeah. That track yeah. is insane. And I think it's so cool. I mean, you've remixed Isis by Joanna Lucas and featuring Logic. Yeah, I, I, I love that one. I feel like... Was that, that the first one? The first remix? First bootleg that you did. No, the first one was Sicko Mode. It was sicko mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I can tell because it's like <laughs> you know, yeah, he yeah. knows. Nobody else knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but I love the ISIS one. There's so many cool elements in that, but I, I feel like it's a little hard. Yeah. I feel like unless you're like ready to rage. It's dope though, and yeah. it, it just showcases like how you can be so versatile like that. Like you yeah. really just said, WAP. I mean. Pusha T's sociopath, Diplo mm -hmm. Express Yourself, Nightmare yeah. Zeus, Man's Person Ambition. Yeah. I mean, you can literally turn anything to Grunch House. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all about, I guess, um, 
just curating the sound. Mm-hmm. Reprocessing the sound. Yeah, exactly. I, I like to kind of like really fuck things up and a lot of saturation and just make them sound dirty and gross and yeah. just see how I can how we could fit together. Like Maybe. like you express yourself when I use some Bro. crazy <laughs> drum beat that's like that one's so outrageous. Sick. Like no one's dancing to it, but I just kind of wanted to see like I'm what dancing. like how how crazy could I make something and still make it like a yeah. song. So Do you understand that like no one else is doing that though? Like no one else is putting are, that bro. shit. I mean, I'm, I was gonna say. I was I'm, about to say, bro. What have you learned, <laughs> bro? So like with the Evanescence track, that's the only way I can compare it to. Like mm-hmm. I remember seeing that track at the birthday party, and they're like, "This has way too much sub." And I was like, "Hey, I appreciate your opinion, but fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I love Brian and John. I love Brian and John. Yeah. But like, but like, I was like, I was like, I like it as is, and that track is my most streamed track, and that Louis track is all sub and like. Distorting reverb throws yeah, and yeah. like whatever. It's, messy. it's like it's not even it's not even like an actual sound. I'm literally distorting reverb on yeah. the sound mm-hmm. through half of that. And so you know, like, you know what's crazy about that one when you first sent it to me, I was just like, this is super dope. I don't know about like the future bass thing on the second half. Like Oh, for which one? For the crawling. For the, Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, crawling. Yeah, okay. He did not Sorry, like my, it. My bad. Did not like the future bass part for crawling. But it's you. But Yeah. Yeah, but hearing it last night, I was like, no, it totally works. Yeah, 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 there we so go. I said to him, I was like, this courage. I was like, no, no, but no, like, yeah. I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure I said like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an anthem. Yeah, hearing yeah. it live, I, you know, it was so cool for me last night. I was like, literally your number one fan. Amazing. I don't know, I don't know if anybody was watching me, but I was sweating. Dude, there's a video, there's a video of me jumping my intro, just yeah. jumping up like this. <laughs> I've been waiting on this my whole life, but I had heard so many of these songs live for the first time mm-hmm. and that's why I was like kind of digging that a little earlier like for Flynn sure. is really getting to be himself mm-hmm. yeah. and this man was fucking sweaty when he came off too and yeah busting like, bro I was like you took your shirt off yeah, yeah. <laughs> no you went in shirtless yeah. I, went, <laughs> I, went, I went in shirtless <laughs> I thought Mint said you just like took it off bro I did not have time to do that <laughs> Flynn you're gonna start DJing shirtless sooner or later that's bro sure. it's just I knew I was gonna sweat and you were fucking drenched uh, yeah, you were totally drenched yeah, I mean I had like big old heavy but that's, overalls on you know what's crazy is like when Gracie's in the audience. <laughs> hey, Gracie. Hi, Gracie. When I remember, <laughs> I remember my mom and her came for the North Coast, and like that was the song I closed out with. Mm-hmm. And like my mom and Gracie are bawling like in the crowd, <clears throat> and like the I was your bass hits. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's a good, it does. It it's does. a good. It's a good. Like what you do in some of your shit, those like counter where it's like melodic and whatever. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that really builds the hard yeah. drops. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, no, totally. It's totally like I. Specifically remember that moment. I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like that future bass kind of works. Yeah, but like, that's live, and that's that's the thing that, that is just you know you can't you can't you can't always get across on a recording. Yeah. Is that live that live feeling? So true. And so it's you know it's why shows are just so important. It's mm-hmm. just you just the energy and the vibe is so different. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. Man. Unbelievable. Yeah. You're bumping out. I mean, you just gotta do original shit. Like yeah, that's why I like yeah. that. That's why the Diplo remix works. I used to literally like just be pounding out reps of chest press to that. <laughs> I would yeah. just like yeah, I could see that. It's like bah, 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 bah. it's like so fast too. And it's yeah. like all drums, right? Yeah, it's it's like, like all drums designed to bass. It's and I, much. that that one I clipped the shit. Yeah. So if you if you put if you put songs on in like Logic and just go, I literally saw this with the Nirvana one. That's why I brought it up. He's like four dB over. Yeah. No, mo- no master like not a limiter. Oh, no, no, I have a limiter. I don't know. Maybe it's just food. Really, like, I don't know. Maybe my shit is fucked up. But it sounds. It still sounds great. Like redlining. 
but like it works for your shit. For for a while, I my my master chain was basically a clipper at the end, and I would just clip it without actually limiting it. Yeah. So I would just just clip the fuck out. So it was a sausage. <laughs> so it, so yeah. I mean, for a while I was doing wow. that. Now I've gotten a little more conservative with it, but a more I, Dude, I, I feel like love I'm, that. I feel like I'm always like just trying to, I don't know, toy with things, see what, see how I can. I mean, you're not making elevator music, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sync music, maybe. Yes, elevator No, true, I, true, dude, true. I, I like it's like controlled chaos a little bit with you guys. Yeah, right? and that, that's what I kind of like about it. Yeah, yeah bro. And That's yeah. what people get on with. Yeah, like, that's yeah. why I want to be a fan, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's how you really like... I mean, as a bass house fan, you know, it's like, I want aggressive shit. Like, I want shit that I'm like, I haven't heard before. Or yeah, like, yeah. When you put your spins on shit like this, I mean, it's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, for sure. And what you said earlier, you remix or bootleg songs that you love blends them the same thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think one of the... Yeah, so I did Sicko Mode, because I, I did that one because it was kind of like, oh, okay, this is popular right song now. Band. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do this. I'll see how, you know what I can do with it. And I think the second one I did, though, was Nine Inch Nails' March of the Pigs. Mm-hmm. Which, so epic. Which the original is like, it has like a 5-4... Count, yeah. Yeah, which is like super strange. <laughs> so, I, so, so I so I had to make it to a four four count, um, which actually sounds pretty good. But like, but the the part where you know he's like step right up, yeah. Like I just want I want to fucking see people rage to that. Yeah. But I think I've only played it like twice, and people are just like what the. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like all right, all right, maybe Bro, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. While I thought about that, a live set for years. What was Lost Lands like? Lost Lands? Lost Lands was cool. Lost Lands is a trip because it's in the middle of... Nowhere? Yeah, it's in the middle of uh, farmland. In Ohio. Yeah, from from where our hotel was, it's like right next to the airport. Mm-hmm. You have to take a, like a 40, 45 minute Holy bus shit. out there. Um, and so bus. you do these like bus transfers like yeah. constantly throughout the day. Um, and you get out there and probably within like... Once you're like five minutes out, you can actually start hearing. feeling the feeling and like hearing the bass. That's why they have to have it in the farm. Yeah. It like once you once you get there and like we like where the like where the artists um, camp was. Yeah. Was like right behind the main stage. Jesus Christ. The main Christ. stage looked like bass like one of these buildings here. <laughs> <laughs> Massive. And the bass is like it emanates through your soul. It, it takes You're off changing. it like it, it cleans up all your, your pores <laughs> and pushes out all your blackheads like dude it's like let's go get skincare routine dude, it, it, it is it is intense face so like once you get used to that um sure it's cool uh so yeah so the stage that i played on was i think it was called the forest stage or that's it was, the one that mysteria played on too right uh yeah i yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was he was right ba- before me how many bass house artists play at lost lands that's like a pretty big deal yeah that's why like, 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 i'm pretty like, sure this uh last year was the first year that they had like a house stage was like abstract was there last year or something like that uh before COVID? oh maybe uh yeah. like in the previous lost yeah lands? yeah okay maybe maybe it was the second year yeah i don't know um I, for or maybe he played just a, a normal stage I think this was the first one where they had uh, a house actual stage. house stage. House stage. The whole, That's crazy. most of them were were, were house because yeah. like, uh, fresh and Bijou were there. Mysteria was okay. there. Um, G house base house yeah. though. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was fun. It's in the middle of uh, farmland, but then it kind of turns into like the woods. 
Yeah. Um, and like <laughs> dinosaurs. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, you just it's it's fun. It it feels like you're actually out in this weird festival. <clears throat> Super cool. What was that like, like as just, a yeah? What was that like as a bass house artist, but a bass fest? Um, it's weird, right? Because yeah, because everybody's like just right, you know fucking killing their necks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the way this the way the wood stage or the forest stage was was set up, it, it was kind of like secluded. So like you could actually take a break from all the dev stuff. And nice. You could and you could kind come. of like go over the hill, vibe out to some house stuff. Yeah. And um, and they had this cool little um, it's like castle. Uh, I don't know, like a sculpture. It was, it was just kind of like this piece of, of like building that, that looked like an abandoned, like almost like an abandoned like zoo. A chateau. Like yeah, like clay with like where a bathroom maybe was at some point. I don't know. Um, Lost but, land. Yeah. Lost yeah. land. <laughs> but, like, but but it was part of this like like dinosaur sculpture thing. Okay. It had all all these little weird parts that you could kind of play in. Um, and so you could just kind of chill there and like watch the show and yeah. like, the lights were really cool. And, um, and so when Mysteria and I played, um, and X and G, uh, played, like it was still pretty light out. Mm. It was still, it was, it was really? cool. People were starting to vibe. I think when I played, Excision was playing. Oh, so it was like, it. <laughs> it was like, okay. Why you gotta do my man's yeah, like, like Excision? What the hell? Excision? I think it was his, it was his rehab set. So like everybody wanted to go is like see the old school stuff. And is like, that what it is? I thought it was like chill, dubstep. Is that a thing? <laughs> uh, the rehab, melodic dubstep. I thought the rehab was. Oh, maybe it, maybe some melodic. He plays like I, three seconds. I know. Yeah, three. Because yeah. maybe the his throwback was called something else, but I'm pretty sure the rehab one was when I was playing. Three during and post therapy sets. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I if I had to go, I am a fan of music. Yeah. And uh, I have trouble with rhythm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, both, yeah. Bro. I don't have trouble with it. I just don't. I don't get it. Honestly, I mean, I uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not totally my my thing, but I I respect how fucking aggressive it is. That's what and I like, with too, I yeah. I respect like how you have these girls wearing like absolutely nothing with these huge combat boots on that just are going just crazy. like fucking nailing their heads. Yeah. In the <laughs> it's a culture unlike any other. Yeah, yeah. That's it, what I respect it's so wild. much about so, it. So it's great. Yeah, and just. Yeah, to be out there in the in the in the woods with all those people, it's just like it's a it's fun. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to ask an artist who'd played there before. So. Yeah, yeah. Bijou and Doctor Fresh's set like was kind of when the light or when the sun started to go down, mm -hmm. light started to come on. It was a whole vibe, so it was it was really cool. Yeah, they're fucking legends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, they're actually some big innovators as well. Of course, yeah, 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 totally. And to see where Doctor Fresh has has made it to at this point as well. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a different lane. Than everyone else, he's, he's like homie. he's right. Tony smoked a blunt in my car, if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then asked if it was That's okay after it, and it was. For, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. He's really nice about it. Uh, Real nice about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. actually releasing a, a single uh, with Bijou's label. Soon. Oh yeah, D and D. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, it's I good. Think, I think in June. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's a good track. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good track. Fuck yes, that's awesome. It's a little different ish. Yeah, no, it was dope. Well, you've been making some really fucking dope originals. Uh, your most recent one, um, what is it? Uh, My Girl? My Girl, yeah, yeah. This Dang is it. an incredible track, dude. This has, like, levels to it. It's, Thanks, like, man. it's pretty cutting edge, honestly. Let's enjoy this one together. This one's called My Girl by St. Punk. With all of me, with all of my heart. 
Check out this incredible remix together. This one's called Better With You by Blau and Justin Caruso, featuring Aisolin in the St. Punk remix.
first exposure to releasing with them because they've been a great partner for you. Um, yeah, I guess it. I, yeah, I guess it would have to be, because. Um, he has the tough questions. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm thinking back. I guess that was a lot of. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. I nailed it. He, Get me the pencil. <laughs> he researches his shit. Like, Get me the pencil, director. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. the pencil. <laughs> I told you that. Uh, <clears throat> there you go. Classes in session, bitch. <laughs> Way more Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Noted. Uh, it's a little too big for my aliens. <laughs> yeah, so that was actually the first. I think that was. I think that may have been one of the, maybe like the second official remix that I got. Um, that, and it was definitely more on like the pop side. Yeah. Yep. So, so what I had to do and. I, pretty sure I did with that one, is I, w- I would get the stems, and I would take the vocal, and I'm pretty sure the vocal, uh, for the original, is in a major key, mm-hmm. so I would take the vocal and melodyne the vocal, yeah. and adjust it to, to sit it in a minor yeah. key. Melodyne. So it's I would, expensive. Yeah. It's expensive <laughs> expensive so, plug-in. So I'm like, so I'm altering the <clears throat> vocal melody just a little bit, but still, it's, it's I mean, the original is still intact. Yeah, right? absolutely. But just to kind of bring it more into my vibe, and just make it fit. To make it sound. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I think that was the first one for Armada. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've gone on to do well over ten tracks with them, including yeah, album, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. We yeah, we had a, a couple singles um, in two thousand nineteen with them, which were great. Um, and then uh, you know, pandemic hit, and we were, um, I think we were doing more with them. I think we kind of bounced around through a couple other labels like Thrive, mm-hmm. um. Uh, Martin Garrix's label Stamp yeah. Stampede Stamp Stamp yeah. Yeah. Stamp yeah. Big Beat Dim Mac yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah, 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 yeah. You've got a great resume It's amazing Yeah totally And then um, They were just like Hey let's, let's do an album So I was like okay. What was that like Releasing an album On a label That's traditionally Not very bassy Yeah uh, good point. Good point. It yeah. was You want the pencil? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toss it here, bro. I guess it's certain. This is a speaking torch, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want the punch. Write it out in my shoe. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was, yeah, so, yeah, so Armada's like super, yeah, you know, Armada. super like, you know, they, could, they got their vibe in. So I think they kind of took a chance on me because I don't necessarily fit in with, with everything else that they do. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of what they liked about it. Yeah. Um, so with the album, I was, I was definitely more in the like album. Mode. Yeah, definitely thinking less about uh, you know banger singles, more thinking about like concept. Yes. Um, which you know, it you like love it or hate it. That's just that's what you know that's what it is. And so yeah, you know some some people really connected with it. Some people nece- didn't necessarily, mm-hmm. but that's that's okay because it's you know it's yeah what it was all about. Um, and they were they were really supportive uh, throughout the whole process and. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was good. I'm, I'm glad I did it. It's huge. And yeah. It's so, it's amazing to hear and refreshing because, you know, the label world, you know, is even someone who works at a label. It's uh, it's uncharted territory still for so many artists, right? A lot of artists think they have to release on big labels to make it big. A lot of labels don't want to work with certain artists because it doesn't fit. And to hear about a label that takes a chance on you mm-hmm. with their, you know, discography, their catalog that may not fit the bill, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a 14-track album. Like, this is literally a fucking album. Yeah. I mean, you're an animal, dude, honestly. <laughs> Five original singer collabs, incred- incredible originality. Again, obviously, you're having fun with this. Yeah, yeah, totally. It was it was definitely, like I said, it was a concept, so there's lots of songs on there that don't 
fit in with the the bass house thing. Yeah. Or but it was like if I'm making an album, I'm making a fucking concept because it's yeah. what I'm feeling right now, and that's just what it was. So yeah, like Holy Wars, I love that um, mm-hmm. that that collab we did. Um, I love the one that we that I did with with Matt McAndrew. That's gloves, yeah. gloves, that's gloves is ones. literally. Yeah, yeah, I listened to it uh, honestly for the first time uh, the other day, and I was literally rocking out. By yeah, I have both hands up like it's this. it's it's a fun. He's ride. not joking. I'm yeah, not it's joking. Fun. I mean, and that one kind of pumps me up. That kind of gets me back in like the band days. Yes, yeah. It's like fuck yeah. Yeah, it's like probably can't play it out, but fuck yeah. It's so yeah, fun. Yeah, rock. yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, he's 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 an amazing vocalist. Um, we collabed before on a song called Warning, mm-hmm. which was also on Armada, mm-hmm. um, and he's a good friend, lives lives nearby, so we're just like, fuck this guy. It's awesome. Yeah, it was good. So the album is called Ouroboros? Am I saying that right? Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Wow. Yeah. Ouroboros. Should have yeah. asked you to say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take the pencil back. <laughs> <laughs> what is, so what exactly does that mean? Um, it's been, like the actual uh, symbol is a snake eating its own tail, um, which basically symbolizes like the the cycle of, of life. Wow. Um, it it can symbolize other things too, like fertility. Um, but how I saw it in the context of the album mm-hmm. was basically like. It's, I mean, it's heavily about 2020 and kind of the frustration that kind of came with just all of a sudden, you know, shows stopping, yeah. not having what, you know, just not being able to really do anything. You really blowing up right as it happened. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was supposed to like, you know, go on some tours and like, then it's just like, just cut everything out. And yeah, it, for me, it was, for me, it was really hard. And, um, so it was just kind of about the day-to-day frustrations, kind of my evolution from the beginning of it to the end of it, also feeling like everything was Groundhog Day. Yeah. Just kind of this constant... We all... all uh, Yeah, exactly. This constant cycle, just kind of repeating itself. So a lot of the album was just, like, me dealing with my emotions, like, just on a daily basis. And the whole thing is kind of like... A cycle. Yeah. Feeling all of those emotions in one day was possible. It's amazing. Yeah. So... I I mean, you kind of answered my question, is like... There are some bangers on here, right? Like Comatose, Three Days, Closer Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Tracks sure. that hit. Yeah, yeah. But did you want it to be like 50-50, like anthems versus like... You know, I, I felt like the only way that I could get my, my, con- my concept and message across was to do it like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think I could really tell a whole story with just bass house bangers the entire time. That's not really an album, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're doing your own artistry. It's yeah. not a story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I even yeah. wrote interludes because I felt Which like... Which are dope. Putting They're dope, like, bro. Putting, the, putting the track list together, I felt like something needs to come in between this, you know, and it just, yeah, just felt like it needed... It, it felt like it needed everything that it, it had. Mm-hmm. And I even sang on one of them because it felt like I needed... Yeah, you did. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yes. Underwater. Yeah. The... Mm-hmm. I think it's the last track on the album. Is it the last wow! Track? I it's, yeah, it's close. I'm a super fan. I don't know if you guys put two and two together. Uh, fangirling over here on the couch. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just sprinkle a little bit of area. So, what do you what do you think as like the album culture? I think the last EDM artist I remember doing like an album prior to you would be like Jaws releasing that was it a 24 track like ridiculous DJ like, Snake had a pretty good one. yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah I feel like Snake does a lot of albums like what, what do you sure. think what do you think in terms of like do you think like the album is dead 
like because like we live in a singles world we all know that right now but i think the concept of an album is something that is so dope and it's overlooked yeah i don't know i think you know i think it it really depends i think maybe the like uh the ethereal like concept album i i don't know if everyone's going to like get that i don't know if they have enough attention for that mm -hmm. i don't know if that you know some people love it and that's who i was trying to reach but I feel like, yeah, artists can still make albums. Jack yeah. U made a fucking album that, like, blew up for, like, three years. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it was yeah. it was a great album. I mean, um... Maybe one of the greatest dance music yeah, albums. Yeah, Major Lazer makes yeah. great albums. Yeah. DJ Snake makes great albums. Skrillex, when he puts out an album, everyone fucking listens to it. Well, it sounds, yeah. it, it sounds like the album was for, like, more so for you as a way to, like, express that yeah. pent-up... Emotion. Yeah, exactly. So, and which is, the, I think, it sounds like more beneficial. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. The album, like I said, was I was trying to tell a story, yeah. and that's that's how I was able to really, really tell it. But yeah, albums. I mean, you know, the largest artists in the game, like they can still release albums. They could. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Jack Harlow. I think um, Futures. Yeah, yeah. Swedish House Mafia. Swedish House Mafia. And there's yeah, that yeah. low interview. Totally. You know, he was kind of pushing them like. You guys have only done singles, you know, you had, like, some albums, so to speak, but not a true album, like, mm -hmm. a true artist, like, it was just hit after hit, and I just interviewed these Chicago DJs, uh, Win and Woo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you did a remix for them, too. Yeah yeah, 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 and so they're releasing an album called 10 Years, and they started their project 10 years ago, gotcha. right, and they've had tons of releases on Armada, yeah, yeah, and, you know, been all official this. remixes, yeah. right, and I asked them that hard question. And I think during the pandemic, you know, not to say it's a silver lining because it is not. There's no real silver lining when it comes down to yeah. people that died and everything. But there's a truth to it that artists had to find out why I'm really doing this. Yeah. And if it's not for the music, they faded away. Yeah. And during that time, a lot of these artists were like, fuck it, man. Like, they literally went to Joshua Tree and just literally, like, made music that they loved yeah, without yeah. anybody saying, you're doing an official remix for Katy Perry, so we need it to be really winning. Right, right. You know, totally, like, yeah. this is going to be out on this out this label, and we're going to try and get it on the Mint Spotify playlist. So, mm -hmm. like, have that in your head, you right, know? Right, right, yeah. And now I feel like... Fans are so much more open to artists getting to be unapologetically themselves. So I think, I, I think it's a special time yeah. now. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think like for for sure, twenty twenty was definitely time for everyone to experiment. Yeah, everyone started doing streams. Mm -hmm. Diplo Fucking put out like streams. calm music. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like which, which was like yeah yeah hey, why not why not yeah um, yeah and everyone was doing something different. So I mean it was. It, I feel like we all kind of got to flex flex that muscle a yeah, little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it only makes the industry stronger just because it really brings us back to the roots a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think the concept of everybody's a DJ is finally starting to die off a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's still a lot of DJs out there, but people that are trying to make it as artists that are actually DJs, we're now producer DJs, and it has always been DJ producer. And yeah. I'm seeing that flip happen because of artists like yourself that are like, dude... You know, do your fucking thing, but I'm going to make this album, and if my fans love it, that's great, because that's who I'm doing it for, but most importantly, I loved it, Yeah, and yeah. I love this process. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel like DJing live, it's like, it, it wasn't always, like, what I wanted to do, I wasn't like, I want to be a DJ. I mean, yeah. I wanted like, to make music. I wanted to make music, yeah. and with the way that I kind of started to make music, like, how do you, how do you present it to people mm -hmm. through being a DJ? Yeah. And, and... I, that's a good you one. Know, to look at. And and yeah. certain you know some people said like oh you, you know you could start doing like 
live stuff now or like you know maybe sing live or maybe bring out like uh, like live instruments and you know, that kind of stuff it's like mm, I've kind of always been against that because you can't you can't compete with perfection yeah, when sure. it comes to like a perfected sounding song yeah, yeah. production yeah, yeah Justin Bieber tries to sing over a Jack Eve song and yeah. it sounds okay yeah <laughs> like but live it's it's like, nicely. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work, hit the same it doesn't work right yeah. yeah and so I've always been kind of against like the, the live thing so so DJing is mm-hmm. it's kind of like that's yeah it's, it's the way to present it it's a guaranteed way to deliver your music that's a good yeah. way to put it yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting I actually haven't heard somebody with that perspective I feel like yeah. everybody's like Trying to figure out this hybrid model of high, like live DJing, you know, it's like I hate it's, it. There's there's some people that are actually really, really good at it, but yeah. they, I mean they're like they're like virtuosos. Dabbing, yeah, dabbing for example. Yeah, yeah, dabbing. They, they can like yeah, they can, uh, yeah. Where you know if they're like playing all the instruments, playing at guitar, once and DJing, like, yeah, trumpet. Like, cool. yeah. Oh, I mean like Sullivan King, like he fucking shreds. Oh, yeah. That guy's insane. Yeah, yeah. So like and but he does it sparingly. Yes. He just sprinkles in like one or two songs with his guitar because it's kind of like mm-hmm. his, his shtick like yep. that's what peop- that's what gets people fucking rowdy and like yeah. it's but it's cool because just, just throws it in and he goes back to like his thing so yeah it's funny it's I feel not like, overdone yeah exactly. it's not to take away from like live instrumentalists but like one of my best friends is a literally a lawyer and I swear to god this is the best piano player in the fucking world <laughs> you know what I mean it's like there's so many talented musicians out there and there's a good and bad aspect to that because um, you know, I love LPGOV. She's amazing and she does a great job live. Beast. Incredible yeah. piano house female artist. She's awesome. She's pushing this whole like female femme house movement. Mm. But people see her play the piano live and they're like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. She played the piano? Yeah. I'm like, it's sick. like, yo, like, <laughs> easy. You know what I mean? So like, I see what you're saying. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. deliver it because uh, your music is going to be your music. But, yeah, I think, and also, at the, on the other side of that coin, it does differentiate you to yeah. do a little bit different, so I think my point yeah, is, there's I, no right or wrong answer. No, yeah. com- completely not. Yeah, I feel like, I, I feel like vocals and uh, DJing, like, they don't they don't work quite mm-hmm. that well. Uh, little little guitar things here and there, or like even live drums, I've seen like Travis Barber come out and like do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like some of that works. Yeah, that works. Um, if you're Travis Barber. If no. Chuck's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I feel like sometimes it sounds tacky. It, yeah, it has to. It has to be right. Yeah, and you and you just can't overdo right. it, and you really have to like whoever your mix engineer is really has to nail it. Really, because if to the nail drums it. are just blasting the the rest of the music, like it's awful. You're just also live too. Like yeah, we couldn't have had a singer there last night. You know, you what fucking I mean? know. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Like I could, yeah, I could barely hear myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but you brought up like Kalina earlier. She's like to me like a shining example of someone that can really perform yeah. well live. Yeah, she's you know? she's great. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah she's she's like one of the. I feel like she's our generation's like staple when it comes to like female vocalists. Yeah, like, she is. She's the, she's still yeah. underrated. Still, yeah, for honestly, sure. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always kind of a hot topic because now that performing is back, like, people want to go out and see shows, but it's like, I don't want to go out and see any old DJ, so it's like, a little bit does go a long way, so. Well, I mean, we had Jenny Voss at North Coast. Yeah, people and were like, like, wow, they've got people, a live singer, people and I'm put, like, yeah, this there's guy, a lot of singers out there. Like, sidebar, my parents were like, why don't you perform like Sherm? Because he was like, way an entertainer. He's like on the mic, like, what the fuck is up? I do festivals and quinceañeras. Four mitzvahs. Four mitzvahs. What? Yeah. Let me know. 
<laughs> but like he's pulling out all the stops, and I feel like even then it's like I feel like almost this sounds terrible, but like execution almost doesn't have to hit for someone like you who's coming yeah. up and me who's coming up to like if you have a singer that separates you. That'd be like, oh, who's that guy with the singer? Yeah, yeah festival. You know? I mean, dude, if you can pull it off and do it, fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just sure. it's both. Yeah. yeah you know? Exactly. The yeah. time and the place. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Time and the place. Yeah. For sure. Huh. I do uh, do bar mitzvahs. Uh, Five thousand dollars for an hour. Good. I show up. You gotta have all the equipment there. Do you do circumcisions? I do circumcisions. <laughs> and on that note, just so people know. Jewish people invented yes, circumcision. Okay, oh, it's a fact. Everybody like, like, are you circumcised? Like, yeah, I'm fucking circumcised, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't come up in a while, but just in case anyone was wondering. Have you read the Old Testament? <laughs> I was. I mean, that's how we're gonna do our handshake. Yeah. So was, <laughs> listen, you see this pencil? This is a circumcised pencil. Okay, right here. You bring it off the top like this, <laughs> and then you just start. You just start mushing it into things. <laughs> he does it all. <laughs> My parents weren't wrong. And check this out. Little dick right there. Too. Yeah. Oh, a condom. Uh, a little condom. Char- yeah. A little charger for your dick. Apple. What were you doing with this pencil? <laughs> anyway. doing, doing the Chicago handshake. Yeah. Uh, whew, I'm getting famous for that. It might bite me in the ass. I have a track coming out in a month that's called Chicago Handshake. He does. Not lying. Yeah. And uh, it bangs. It bangs. It bangs. What? Good track. Is it about the Chicago Handshake? It is. Or is it's it just like, inspired? It's a. It's my buddy and I made it. I was actually interviewing somebody live when Gracie were there, and we were talking about Chicago handshakes. And my fiance brought over me a Chicago handshake. Oh, Danny Deal. And the chick yeah. that I interviewed didn't do one, so I'm just like getting fucked up during the interview. <laughs> and she's like this super well spoken, like literally has done a TED talk. Oh yeah. And I'm like <laughs> taking fucking Chicago handshakes. Yeah, like, yeah. so Struggling. tell me about women STEM and EDM. You know. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so a great interview, oh, but yeah, ever yeah. since then... Who wants another handshake? Yeah, who wants another <laughs> handshake? And now now people come to visit to do Chicago handshakes, so now I'm like, oh, fucking A, I'm the Chicago handshake guy. <laughs> I mean, I have to have one now. We're gonna do it. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> later, later. Problem. Flips like that at a time. Right Absolutely. Flips like that at a time. But, oh man, okay. Whew. I'm... Really amped up. Right Sorry, now. we got <laughs> we went all over the world right there. We did, we did. It's sun, the sun hasn't been on forty five days. So. I know. I'm, this is unbelievable yeah. for anybody who's in Chicago. You brought the sun. Yeah. Today is uh, Saturday the seventh, and it's been a month since we've seen the sun. So yeah, yeah. I mean, this is an amazing backdrop for yeah that shit. Now it's not bad because it usually just like super gray, gloomy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Depression. Why do you think that's how it's here, bro? Uh, People are sad. They need rage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. We get, we get like one half nice day here and the entire city just like comes out of the fucking woodworks. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we all live here? <laughs> but, then, but then like summer, like you were saying, it's like months, right? Or I, is it like yeah, a, like, it's like one month. I hang my hat yeah, one month. I hang my hat on the fact that like because we experience, like, seasons and, like, the lows of weather, like, when it is a nice day, like, it's so much better. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, are you, where are you originally from? Los Angeles. You're from, you're, so you're both originally from Los Angeles, right? So, like, Christmas is, it's sunny. Isn't my girlfriend off 75. Yeah. Courtney. Shout out to 75. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, like, I grew up in Indiana, and, like, if it was snowing on Christmas, it's like, it's really Christmas today, you know? Or, like, any, any type of holiday. Yeah, yeah, being from SoCal, it's kind of, like, like an 80 Christmas is like, great. This is like, how, do you, how do you make such aggressive music when your weather is so nice? Because I go to LA and I make vibey 
happy music. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I was never into that like vibey like. You're like, super, fuck the beach, like, bro. Super like Malibu like vibes. I was always like into like the punk scene and like just yeah. Downtown LA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great, great punk rock scene in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I kind of go back to like no effects and like some of that like some of that old school punk stuff like the Descendants, Bad Religion, Pennywise, nice, like all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. LA is such a great place, man. I mean, the amount of like culture that's there and just like vibrancy and the types of people and you know. People say it's a transplant city, which it kind of is, but the people of LA are amazing people. Like people that are running <coughs> from Los Angeles, like you guys. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Real ones. But I feel like yeah. a lot of people don't actually meet, when you, especially if you visit LA, like you don't really meet people that are from LA because they're like, it's, I'm not yeah. here at bitch, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of a joke. Like every yeah. time you get in an Uber, you know, um, before the pandemic, <laughs> when you would actually like talk to your Uber driver, yeah. uh, you know, you'd be like, oh, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, we're from LA. You'd be like, wow. <laughs> 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 Get anyone in here like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What do you know? Because yeah, everyone's like from the Midwest. Yes. Yeah, a lot, so of, a lot of Midwest. We fucking leave so fast. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people from the Midwest go Yeah, to yeah, for sure. It's the opposite lifestyle. Yeah. But, but, you know, but it is cool. LA's a mixing or a melting pot, so it's... Yeah. And that's what makes it so great. Yeah. It's because you just get so much culture there. True. You want to know what he was telling me yesterday when we were in the car? Yeah, me? Yeah, yeah no, you. No. Yeah. When we were in the car driving back, he was saying, because I, I figured since LA is so diverse, like, I figured there'd be like a scene, like, we have bass scene here, mm-hmm. and then there's like a tech house scene here, and whatever. Yeah. But it's like, it's all tech. Because I was asking him, like, where are you playing? Like, why aren't you playing more out there? He's like, it's all tech house right now. Really? Like, top yeah. to get gigs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, bass gigs, like, for you. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, there's, you know, there's a lot of producers doing a bunch of different stuff, but, like, what, you know, what, like, Space Yacht has been putting on, or yeah. like what a lot of, you know, Brownies and Lemonade, like, starts to kind of, like, switch it up a little bit. Sometimes we'll do a dubstep thing. Yeah. Sometimes, some, I think, uh, recently they did a D&B thing. Yeah. Um, Which I love. Yeah. Um, but, like, the majority of things happening, what, like, people are really into, like, what's playing at Academy is, like, all, like, tech house. Yeah. Um, my 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 buddies Nico and Sway just did a, nice, a bang, show out bang, in, yeah. at at the academy, um, and it was it was packed it was popping and I yeah. think they're I think they might be like the on sort of the more aggressive side of yeah, tech yeah. house for sure yeah one twenty seven BPM tech yeah. house yeah and yeah. like you know they're they they're still in like all yeah. like you know like kind of like the the pop oriented like remixes yeah um, but they still have like more aggression and you know and um, Get her into it. So I mean, you know, it it just depends. You know, it was a Breathe Carolina show, which which oh, like yeah. they're they're on the harder side as well. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I played for them actually on my birthday. Crazy's on there. They have birthday, but uh, they're they're very nice guys. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's I find it so like frustrating because like everyone says like we were talking about this base house is they're saying like base house is dead, but like DMB's coming back. There's a DMB and show tonight. CLB. It's yeah, hosted it. I mean, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. Why, why do you think that House and Tech House is doing so well right now? I think that what happens in like music trends is you get someone who is, uh, you know, someone who had a lot of ex- success doing something. Yeah. I would say that's Fisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then you And then John Summit. Yep. And then you get a lot of people wanting to kind of ride that wave absolutely and then because there's so many people doing it the promoters 
want to book that. Yeah. And because every, it's just, it's a wave. It's a business. Part yeah, of the exactly. Industry. And um, you can either ride the wave or, or not. And yeah. to your detriment, maybe. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to True. ride that. True. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's hard for me to, just start making tech house stuff that I'm. Not necessarily feeling. Yeah. You know? He does but make like, good tech house. But like, I've heard it. Like tech house, right? I've, I've heard yeah, it. Sure, he makes sure. it. But it's like good. last night I dropped a couple um, more 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 techie stuff. Like yeah, Michelle definitely. Claire. Um, their new one, Power, is fucking yeah. sick. Mm. Yep. Um, and it it just, but it, it fits in with my set. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, yep. I don't just, you know, mm-hmm. drop some some unsa 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 like yeah just just for passion like, yeah <laughs> yeah put poly out here unsa 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 yeah yeah, yeah. that's good um, I'm gonna sample that yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I I I try to curate it so that fits in with what I'm doing yeah and I think that's the thing about housewives doing so well it's like I credit a lot of it to like our generation you know I got into dance music in 2010 2011 the Avicii levels era. Mm-hmm. And then came Trap, you know, you think about the Flashradamus original Dawn track that really, mm-hmm. like, spearheaded the entire movement, and then Dubstep and Rhythm came, like, all those things still exist, but house music is like, always kind of gone like this, and I think it's just hit a point on the fucking axis, where it's like, there's commercial pop that's actually truly house music, you know, you look at somebody like MK, Calvin, yeah. Harris, Calvin Harris, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I mean, Calvin Harris is like... A thing of his own, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you have people like us that like still love dance music. But when it comes to the business end of it, these music festivals that are booking a lot of house artists, I can't go to Lost Lands and bang my fucking neck for three days and walk out alive. Like just take me to the hospital. You totally. Know? <laughs> yeah. But I can go to Movement for three days and dance and two step and enjoy myself. It's a little more social of an experience, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why house music is doing really well right now. For Tech sure. house. You know. Yeah. Because people like, want to dance. Yeah. Exactly, and you know some of the conversations that I've had are just kind of based around people want to have fun. Yeah simple they have been fed up and stuck yeah. in a house for however long mm-hmm. they decided to and now they just want to have fun yeah and i feel like tech house is the least offensive it is <laughs> no it is. Is. it is that's so true it's a base yeah. it's clap the hat. least offensive thing that you can like just vibe out to yeah and like have fun and like not really think about other stuff yeah, so, it's a groove, and it's it's a, yeah. a genre that can be worked in really well with remixes, mm-hmm. which is such a, has always been a really popular thing. You know, someone mm-hmm. who does a lot of remixes. Yeah, you can drop a house remix. Like, let's say I have like a true tech house track, right? Mm-hmm. And it's instrumental. Uh, everybody here is like, love this track, you know. But ninety nine percent of people are like, what the fuck is this? If I put a weekend vocal on top of it, they're like, yeah, this is pretty good, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. And Learn that in the club. And that's, and that's fine with me. I yeah, think yeah. it's been a hot topic lately of this, like, R&B, 90s, you know, remixes and stuff. But, like, I'm thankful for that because the more people that are actually listening to house music and bass music and stuff, like, the better. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I support it all. It's just, you know, I don't choose to make things just based off of trends. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I but I support everyone doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you're saying to me is something that comes up basically every single episode, man. Is like longevity. If you want to be an artist and do this the rest of your life, don't chase those trends right now. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's there's it's a fucking circle of death, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You'll work right now. Exactly. You'll get stuck in it, and then what <clears throat> happens when that fad goes away? You're gonna be chasing the next thing. You're living and, life. And the, and maybe that that next thing is like hip hop, drum and bass 
something mixed with trapper. You know, you're, whatever, you're, you're whatever doing that thing is. Right now, too. Yeah, yeah, whatever that thing is. Like, you were a tech house artist, like, yeah. two years ago. Now you're a drum bass artist? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you're now you're a real fan. Yeah, yeah. You might be getting streams because that's what's working. Well, but is anybody coming to your shows? I feel like there are people who can do it. You know, I feel like Justin Bieber does. Like, he finds a trend and makes it work for him. Nitty Gritty is Nitty the Gritty, best Nitty Gritty, same way, yeah. yeah. Nitty Gritty, he's, he's, a, he's a great producer. He kind of, like, a lot of everything he touches is just really good. Yeah. Little Grammy award winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Um, and a lot of people can do that. I mean, even Gasly, like, you know, he'll yeah. come out with, like, some hard dubstep, and then he'll go into, like, house, house stuff. Yeah. Um, it, I guess it really just depends on, like, what you want to do. Yeah. You know? So true. Yeah, it just... Don't I, I? I just like I would rather fail being one hundred percent myself than sort of succeed doing shit I don't want to do. You want Flip to, that? <coughs> Suzette. Yeah. You want to know who told me that? It's him. Yeah. He told me the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like his, it's gonna take longer. I feel like for any artist, but like I feel like people fuck with you being authentically you. Like yeah. once I commit to bass house only, like this year. Yeah. And not like a tech house or whatever. Like, there was a shift in terms of, like, you're, even in yourself, because you have to mm. really own that. For sure. But then, like, that's why there's so many bass house people there. Like, I'm really about to have people who were there at the Nearest Fun House yesterday weren't bass house fans. In fact, I know that. <laughs> they came but, to support but you. But they came and supported me because I'm genuinely me, yeah, which was, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. almost cool. I almost would rather have that than people being like, oh, yeah, fuck a bass house. Like, and so it's really yeah. interesting because it's like, it does take longer. Like, you and I both know that this wave of tech house is not suitable to us <laughs> right yeah, now. Right. But yeah. I think, like, you know, I feel like music is very cyclical. Like, it's like a trend. It's like mullets are back in, bro. Like, I have... Mustache something as well. You know? Like, you, your haircuts are... I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> but, but, like, you know, I feel like staying true to you, like, that's where the longevity comes in. Like, yeah. That's why, like, I fuck with you. Yeah, um, yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah, for sure. And I... I I think that's that's the hardest thing as an artist is like, you know, you see a bunch of other people getting successful doing things that could you do? Yeah, you could it's do it. Soft. Yeah, but <laughs> do you want to do it? Why would you start doing that? Like, if you did start doing that, are you doing it for yourself? Or are you doing it for someone else? Yeah, it's the hardest thing as an artist to kind of reconcile. Like, am I doing this because I love it, mm. or am I doing this to get famous or to to like be yeah. something I'm not. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and you know, it, it, you can have moments where you're just not making any money and it's just like, you what, need the fuck, to do that. what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Am I a bad businessman? <laughs> Should I just start doing everything that everyone else is doing because yeah. that's, what, that's what's making money? And that's fine. It's, I feel like, there, I feel there like there's some type of like a crossroads, there's some type of like through line that you can kind of find, cross section. Um, yeah. But, you know, you still have to kind of be true to yourself. Yeah, and that's the toughest part of being an artist. You have to believe in yourself more than anybody else times ten. Yeah, for sure. Your partner, your parents, your family, your dog, your cat, whoever the fuck, they might say I love you, support you. But mm-hmm. you have to literally take all of that love and energy and put it into your passion. Yeah. And that's why it's so tough if you feel like you put out a song and it doesn't get all the plays that you thought or doesn't get all the likes or whatever the fuck. And that's the biggest thing about social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like, wow, like I thought this was the one. Yeah. yeah, and it's usually when you least expect it, like a track will hit a base. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, it is. how do you even wrap yeah. your head around that concept in the world of creativity? So it's, it's well, and what you, reali- what you realize is like the songs, like Fisher's losing it, 
Like, that's a one-off track. It almost shouldn't have worked. Yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't <laughs> have. And you find out, like, I remember Jaws said this in an interview. Like, he's like, I didn't think that Feel the Volume was going to be my biggest track. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I thought it was going to flop. And for some reason, it hit. You never know what's going to hit. Yeah, like Empty Bed, I... Banger! I you never banger. expected that. I, yeah. I was not expecting it to catch on like it did. In the way that it did. Yeah. To be, like... This like racing track, that you <laughs> like that get pumped, like it's like a sad somber song. You listen to the lyrics, and these these guys are like going fucking, crazy, racing bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking yelling like, ah, it's bad. It's amazing. Ah, it's, it's amazing. I love it, but yeah, I, I did not. But that's yeah. that's you owning you. Yeah, and that's why those moments will happen. I feel like more often. Yeah, and then yep. and then you make one like you know like like for instance we talked about gloves earlier. Yeah, I fucking loved gloves. And right. I'm just like yeah, it's fucking it's gonna fucking it's bank. kill. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's done okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, but I fucking love it. So you love it. Yeah, yeah. But you heard the man. He loves the track. Let's listen to this one together. It's called Gloves by Saint Punk, featuring Matt McAndrew. Got a show in Oregon um, coming up in Portland okay. uh, in June. 
you know, fucking you grunge capital, baby. Yeah, Let's man. go. Hey. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm gonna play some grunge music. And I'm, gonna go yeah. sip, I'm gonna go sip some wine. Yeah. The next day. <laughs> He's gonna sip some wine. Yeah, yeah. Fucking was it? Chainsaw down some trees down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, you are. Lumberjack and base house. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Grunge house God, built damn, for lumberjacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so that should be a good one. It's this. Uh, it's this new venue, and I and I forget it, off the top of my head what it's called right now. Um, but they're changing formats a little bit they're starting to like book DJs and stuff okay. it's like a, a regular like club that they do live inter- like live live music yeah so they're trying to do DJs and I guess they just had one that was pretty successful so fuck yeah you're gonna look forward to it yeah 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 a lot to look forward to yeah yeah totally but um yeah man getting a lot of uh getting a lot of music ready to put out um some more singles on on my label Graffiti Records yeah um that's under Armada right uh we had it under Armada while I was releasing with Armada. Okay. Kind of it's independent like now. A, yeah. Yeah. Um, Graffiti's amazing, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, so now we, I think I have, we did My Girl on Graffiti, mm-hmm. and then I'll have two more. Um, so, yeah. So, more music this year, man. Just as much as Bangers. possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. We got I'm excited on there. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll yeah. do some graffiti shit. Yeah, send me some demos, too. <laughs> wow, you sound like him, bro. <laughs> I'll send you some shit. I know that people want to know when Coca Cobra, St. Punk, Zanino are happy because we're the only black and white people on <laughs> yeah. social media. Though, though I am dabbling out, outside the black and white just a little bit. Yeah, you have just a little bit of color. Yeah, yeah. One's got a pink shirt on right now. I feel like I love the black and white vibe, and that's kind of how I started the whole project because I was just like, well, you mentioned this. I wanted to have like a, a, a focus, and that was like you know kind of one of the easiest reads. Is like yeah. oh. Black and white, right? right. I, I get it. Right. Um, but now I feel like there is something kind of limiting of the of the black it is and white, very as limited. as beautiful as it is. Like there, there's there's some kind of energy that can be told through through color as well. Yeah, like yeah. lights at a club. Yeah, like exactly. you don't see that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm starting to dabble, but still in the grungy way. Yeah, yeah. a lot of grain. Gotta yeah. keep those. Your brain needs insane. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're grunge deep down. <laughs> <laughs> All the way to yeah, the This guy needs a shower, bro. That's how grunge he is. I'm filthy. <laughs> bro, I, I gotta tell everybody, when, I, cause I didn't know when you arrived, you got in, like, I was supposed to let you in, and I said it to him, and I'm like, Where, where's Trevor? Yeah. And I, like, look around, I'm like, that is definitely <laughs> him! <laughs> I'm like, like that is literally, so, like, there's, like, a, literally, if I didn't even know what you look like, I'm like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Oh my god! So I and then when you, I'm telling you, bro, when you got on, I was just like, sick, sick. Bro, well, you fucking crushed it. Thanks, man. man. Real, it's such a pleasure uh, to have you come to Chicago. Flew in, you know, man. And, um, it too. Yeah, man. We're so proud of Flynn, and yeah. um, it just means a lot for you to believe in this vision with yeah. us. And I mean, I'm telling you, like, I know he's probably gassing you up, but he's been gassing you up for years. I mean, you yeah. are, in, in my eyes, like, one of the main reasons that he's decided to just say, I'm going to fucking do this. The whole rebrand. Literally. Yeah, the whole rebrand. That was man. it. I saw you do it, and I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. You're I've inspiring been... others, man, yeah. and you're inspiring Flynn. So, I like, mean, that's that's really all I can ask So, for. thank yeah. you. Yeah. That shit, that shit course, changed man. my life, and, like, I feel more free than I, I ever have. And yeah. Happier than I've well, I love that. I mean, I love to hear that. I mean, like, yeah. Like I said, if there's, you know, if I can inspire just one person, then... I'm that one, I baby! I did my job. I did my job. Yeah. Look at these I mean, guys. all we do is, like, making music is we want to make someone feel something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's go hands in the middle. Go team. 
Let's get everyone oh, yeah, in the yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. On, come, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, give me here. Grunch, come on, bro. Come on, come on, come on Mr. Grunch House on Mr. three. Mr. Black and White. Where am I going? Yeah, I'll go this way. Yeah, I'll go away yeah. from the camera. Okay. Grunch House on oh, look three. Look at the camera. All right. One, two, three. Grunch, Grunch House! house! <laughs>